I don't mean to be so uptight But my heart's been hurt a couple times By a couple guys that didn't treat me right I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie Alexa, play Meant to Be Okay If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be Baby, just let it be If it's meant to be with Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Welcome to the ISPS Radio Podcast Show, hosted by Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of ISPS. Listen in every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Channel on Blog Talk Radio. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk about slow pitch softball from around the world. Equipment reviews, special guests, ISPS events, and more. That's 347-637-3978. Now, here's your host, Manuel Ferrero. All right, all right, all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening in to another uh, podcast show of ISPS Radio. I am your host, Manuel Ferrero. You can follow the show at ISPSO on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. You could always find us at facebook.com forward slash ISPSO. On today's show, a jam-packed show for you today, um... A lot of you have been following us on Twitter and on social media. There's a uh, new documentary film coming out. Uh, it's called The Fall League. It's about senior softball and life. And um, it's a great, great film. I are, I've already had the pleasure of watching the film. Uh, Mr. Tim Gibbard, one of the producers of the film, uh, sent me a uh, pre-release copy of the film, and I was able to review it. Great, great film. And um, I can't wait for you guys to check it out. We're going to be talking to him about it. And on the film also, a uh, good friend of mine, I was able to meet Dennis Turner about a couple of years ago down here in Fort Lauderdale when ISPS was just starting. And um, we're going to have him on the show as well, talking about Louisville Slugger and their new products and his uh, his part in the documentary film with the uh, senior softball line of bats that Louisville Slugger uh, came out with and is coming out with and their new technology that they put into all their products. So we're going to be talking to Dennis about that and Tim about the movie. Uh, so stay tuned for all that and more, and we'll be right back with Tim Gibbard from uh, the movie The Fall League right after this short break. Hitting Jacket is the official training tool and on-deck weights of ISPS. You've seen them at our World Championships. You've also seen them at our City of Miami Invitational Tournament. Hitting Jacket improves your bat speed, your strength, and power, increases ball exit velocity, Hit live batting practice with it on. You see immediate results, and it's very, very easy to use. Visit HittingJacket.com and make sure you use the coupon code ISPSHJ10 for 10% off your complete order at HittingJacket.com. Again, that coupon code is ISPSHJ10. 
And thank you for continuing to listen into the ISPS podcast show. Uh, my name is Manuel Ferrero, and on tonight's show, we have Tim Gebard, one of the uh, producers of the new documentary film coming out, The Fall League. Tim, are you on the line with us tonight? I am, Manny. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for being on the show, Tim. Welcome, welcome. How are things in Miami tonight? Well, Tim, oh, well, um, I know you're up north, so I, I don't mean to brag, but I, uh, <laughs> I'm i here in paradise, my friend. I'm, uh, I'm in about maybe 75-degree weather. It was a beautiful sunny day today. Um <laughs> I know you're you're up north. How how's the weather up there where you are? It's still winter here. We had a it rained all day. Um <laughs> but at least it's warm oh, while well, you wouldn't consider it warm, but it, it was in the 40s today, so we're happy. Oh. Is that is that softball weather yet where you're from? Uh if you're playing indoor, it is and if you know, we still get out to the batting <laughs> cages. We have indoor batting cages and guys basically play you know all year round so yeah it's it's softball weather for us we will nice. be glad when the uh, grass starts turning green and we can get out though oh i bet you can i bet you can't wait for that um mm-hmm. now tim the fall league talk to me a little bit about that what what made you guys actually make the film well um it is uh, a movie that started out, uh, interestingly enough, from some friends that I have in the music um, uh, community around Dayton, Ohio, where I'm from. I am also a, uh, a songwriter, and I had met some younger people, you know, just playing around town and um, got to know them over a period of a couple of years, and they decided, uh, one, one of them is a photographer, Jennifer Taylor, who is the director of our film. Um, another gentleman I played with, uh, whose name is Todd the Fox, and uh, started talking about the idea of making a documentary film. Well, I've been playing in the senior leagues for a couple of years at that time, and um, I just kind of threw the idea out. I, You know, guys in the senior league, by the time you get there, everybody has a story to tell, um, and they're usually pretty good stories. So I kind of threw out the idea um, that there might be, uh, you know, plenty of uh, information to do a film about, and as we talked about it and they learned a little bit more, they agreed with me. So we proceeded to start filming about two years ago now, Um, and we filmed through about a season and a half and did several interviews, you know, off-site and that kind of thing and, and uh, spent a lot of time in the editing room. Uh, but it came to fruition and uh, and we think, you know, we got uh, a pretty good story overall. Oh, yeah, it was a great, great film. Now, how you said you, you started filming two years ago. How long did it actually take to, mm-hmm. to complete from start to finish? Well, start to finish, we started, um, you know, just laying out our ideas and kind of formatting and that sort of thing. Um, and that actually started about two years ago. It was spring um, spring of 2013. But we had to wait for the season to start. 
so we didn't actually start filming until August of that year when our actual fall league started um, after the regular season. Uh, filmed through that season, and then we filmed through a good part of the next season as well. Nice. And uh, what about editing and all that stuff? How long did that take? I bet you that that took a while because I, I saw mm-hmm. a lot of the editing and the the, the music that you guys um, used in the film, and we're going to play one of the actual songs from the film a little oh, bit terrific. later. But, um, man, that editing, right. everything was really, really nice. And it's going to come out in the ISFF, that's the Indie Sports Film Festival Experience, in uh, Toronto, Canada, correct? Tell me a little bit about that. Are you excited about that? That's right. Oh, yeah. You know, it's always great um, when you can tell your story, and we were accepted, uh, and that is a film festival. Um, I'm I'm learning about the film business, and one of the things you find out, especially with documentaries, is that you have to get involved in some film festivals. And um, when we saw the ISFF uh, offering and what their film festival is about, we just knew right away we had to submit to it. And we were accepted, and we'll actually kick off the film festival with a showing of the Fall League in Toronto, 25th. Um, We have actually released the film. Yeah, we have released the film on DVD, uh, and Blu-ray through our website, um, but we have to sort of go through the film festival process, um, um, you know, before we can release it on, on a broader release. So, yeah, we're very gotcha. excited about going to Toronto, and that um, makes it international in scope, you know. Uh, and Toronto's a great film town and a great sports town as well. So uh, we're, we're look, really looking forward to that. I bet. And uh, where can people find the uh, the DVD or the Blu-ray right now if they wanted to find if they wanted to see it and purchase it? Um, our website is set up. It's um, www.thefallleague.com, um, and and I would encourage people to go there just to look at some of the backstory on this. We have great bios on all the people who were involved um, and testimonials from some of the league players and that sort of thing. It's a pretty interesting website on its own. And there is, you can imagine, there is a page where you can buy the DVD, the Blu-ray. Um, you mentioned the music earlier. It is a, The songs are original soundtrack recording. So, so not only did we make the film, we made the soundtrack and recorded the music to go along with it. Um, so we're pretty proud of that as well. Terrific. Terrific. And um, that's a perfect segue into uh, playing the song. Why don't you talk to me? Who who wrote the song? Who plays it? It's called That's the Way. And we're going to play mm-hmm. it right now after you tell us. But uh, a okay. little bit later, I want to talk to you about some of the people on the film, um, some of the military uh, okay. personnel and some of that stuff. Uh, but okay. talk to me about the song, That's the Way. Well, well, this song, um, I, I wrote it, um, you know, I, and I started out because we have some pretty colorful people in the league, and I started out thinking I'll write a song just using all nicknames. Um, 
And I, so I got into it, and that was fine because I was able to use a lot of the nicknames. But there's a, a a broader part of this story that the song talks about. And I, I think that everybody who follows Senior Slow Pitch is really impressed by the competitive nature of the sport. Um, a lot of people think, well, you know, it's, it's a bunch of old guys. How competitive can it be? And I want to tell you it's very competitive. Um just because you, gave it, you, you just because you're a little bit older doesn't mean that you stop caring about winning. Um, but at the same time, um, it's just the spirit of the interaction between the players that is uh, very uplifting as well. So that's what the song's about. And I, it came to me after probably about three months in the edit room, and I kept seeing. <laughs> You know all these guys over and over in their pictures and their video, and I and the song just kind of came to me, and we actually um, did a music video of the song, which we just released Sunday, and and it is available on YouTube as well. So, you know that that's out there too if if people want to check it out on YouTube. Awesome. Well, here's the, uh, without further ado, here is the song That's the Way that's featured on the new documentary film The Fall League, written by Tim Gabbard.
backfield and he's running it down. Ronnie takes a turn and Ricky makes a throw. Jerry takes an extra base and he comes sliding in low. After the game, he's got his ankle on ice. If you want to play the game, you got to sacrifice. That's the way. That's the way. That's the way. We play the game around here. That's the way. We play the game around here. Guarding the line. Playing defense. Not up for blood, but it's a little intense. Swinging from the heels, running in the fences. When we get a little older, we might come into our senses. That's the way we play the game around here. That's the way we play the game around here. That's the way. We play the game around here. That's the way we play the game around here. That's the way we play the game around here. Awesome, Tim. Very, very, very nice. I like it, man. It's very catchy. That's the way we play the game around here. Very, very nice, man. Great work on that, man. And I, I know it was a little bit of a – it sounded a little bit off, and that's probably because we're having some technical difficulties here with the Internet here on the studio. But, Tim, we we loved it, man, and we heard it earlier, and it's very catchy, man, let me tell you. Well, thanks. I, I appreciate that. I, and I would encourage people to go uh, to YouTube and check out the uh, video. It's it, uh, really uh, a good tune, and a lot of the people who were in the video um, are players from the Fall League. So, you know, we, we were able to get some old guys out there dancing and stuff, too. So it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Now, Tim, you were telling me that you you guys already attended a uh, premiere about the the film The Fall League. How did that go? Where Where was it, and yeah. when was it? Um, well, as actually this past Sunday, we had the public premiere. Well, I'll back up a little bit. In, in November, we um, did a private showing at a local theater in Dayton. It's called the Neon Movie. Um, because part, part of the thing about playing senior ball is some of the guys are getting older. And we wanted to make sure that uh, the people in the league had a chance to see the um, – on the big screen before it was generally released. So we had a private showing for the guys in the league in November. And then just this past Sunday, we had our first public, a public premiere. I guess it was Dayton, Ohio, but I guess it was the uh, North American premiere. Um, and we, we actually sold out the first screening and um, had some people come nice. back for a second screening back to back. So we were real happy with that. Um, and and the interesting thing too is the mayor of Dayton proclaimed Sunday to be the Fall League Day for the city of Dayton. So, you know, we're starting to get some recognition locally, and and that's a great thing. Awesome, man! Already making history. That's real nice, man. Congratulations <laughs> on that. 
Well, thank you. I, I don't know if it's making history or not, but uh, we're, we're trying to document history, you know. Right. I hear you. Now, talk to me a little bit about the guys. I know you said some of them are a little bit older now, but a lot of mm-hmm. them are, are veterans. And uh, you guys mm-hmm. did uh, some filming with the Wounded Warriors. Talk to me about uh, the veterans mm-hmm. and the Wounded Warriors on, on the film. Okay, well, um, basically when you look at our league, it's 63 and over. So we have guys as young as 63. And our oldest player this year will actually be 89. So what we have is three generations, and we kind of broke it down into there's a a World War II generation, Korean War, and Vietnam War. Um, Our guys are a little bit too old for the more recent – conflicts but but uh, most of the players on the wounded warrior amputee softball team are from you know Iraq and Afghanistan vets so we covered that and we do we did have um, a section on veterans because it's such a big part of our league we have so many veterans um, in the league so we felt it only fair to cover it we also had uh, an interview with Dr. Kathy Platoni who's a psychologist and she, her folks, she is also a veteran herself, um, and she is a, she works primarily with veterans of what they call the sand wars, Iraq and Afghanistan, and she focuses a lot on uh, PSD um, kind of issues, P- PTSD, I'm sorry. Um, so we, we thought there was a connection there for the veterans, um, so we we couldn't talk to about every person in the league, so we kind of chose a few people, uh, a World War II vet, um, Korean War vet, and a Vietnam War vet. And then through our connection with um, Louisville Slugger, they introduced us to the guys from the Wounded Warrior Amputee Team. And uh, so we, we were able to cover quite a bit of ground. Uh, and that was one of the things we wanted to do um, – the Fall League is a story about senior slow pitch softball, but it's about all of it. It's not just about playing the game. It's about everything that goes into it um, in terms of social aspects, um, issues of aging um, and health, uh, you know, psychological aspects of playing, family aspects. So we, we tried to cover the whole territory and not just focus on the sport itself. Right. Well, man, well, I salute you, man. I know, um, I know what you guys do for for your vets and and the wounded warriors themselves. They do tremendous, tremendous work for the veterans. Um, it's it's a it's a subject and an issue that's very near and dear to my heart. Uh, I know a lot of our listeners know. You may not have known Tim, but I lost my brother in the Iraqi War uh, back in two thousand seven. He was a yeah, thank you, man. And um, mm-hmm. I lost him in 2007. He was a an army soldier, um, so it's it's a cause that that is very very near to my heart. So uh, I salute you, man, for your work and your your uh, community service, man. It's really really great what well, you guys are you. doing over there for the veterans. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, I now want to point out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I didn't want to point ahead. out that that both of our doctors we had. It, we brought in some ex-people to think it was just a bunch of guys sitting around saying what they think. So we brought in the experts. And Dr. Platoni, 
um, is one of the foremost psychologists uh, dealing with veterans' issues. But also one of our other experts, Leon Spiroff, is a medical doctor and a veteran himself. And so they both talk to the idea of team sports and in, in this instance, you know, participating in slow pitch softball and the idea of team sports. And they talk about the therapeutic value of being involved in this. So we, we really wanted to address that overall issue. Oh, yeah, tremendous. I mean, it's it's something that needs to be addressed. These guys, when they come back, um, you know, it's it's a hard transition from military life over to civilian life, and this is a, kind of a similar bond. And I, I, I go back to the film. I remember one of your doctors uh, telling saying that um these these bonds these brother bonds that these um these military guys um go through in the military are sometimes even more stronger than a real blood sibling uh because of all mm-hmm. the the stress environment and and all the uh the missions that they go on together and and what they see and what they go through it it, it forms a a bond that is stronger um, like she said, I, I believe it was the lady, uh, the female mm-hmm. doctor, that uh, it's more it's stronger than a than a real sibling br- blood uh, bond. But um, mm-hmm. man, I, I I really really tip my cap cap off to you guys with the with the stuff that you guys are doing with the veterans, man. Tremendous tremendous work. Um, Thank you, Tim. Before I I gotta take a commercial break, but um. I know you mentioned that the the guys over there at Louisville Slugger introduced you to the Wounded Warriors, and our next guest is Dennis Turner. Um, I know he was DT. also in the film. We're gonna talk <laughs> DT. We're gonna talk to him right after this short break. Tim, can you uh, stay on the line and and uh, continue on the show with us? Absolutely, I'd love to, Manny. Thank you, Tim. We'll be right back right after this short break, everybody. Hey everyone, this is Manuel Ferrero reminding you to visit our sponsor Muchera Sports at Muchera.com, the most innovative baseball and softball performance gear the base pass have ever seen. Muchera is the official sliding pants of ISPS. When you visit Muchera.com, make sure you remember to use the ISPS discount code. Simply put ISPS and receive 10% off your order. Now, this uh, our next guest, we uh, met him a couple of years ago down here in Fort Lauderdale at the uh, Fort Lauderdale Stadium. He was doing a demo session uh, with some of the new prototypes a couple of years ago of his Z-Line, of the Louisville Slugger Z-Line series. Mr. Dennis Turner, most, uh, most commonly known as DT. Are you on the show with us tonight, DT? Yes, I am, Manny. How you doing tonight? Thank you for being on the I'm doing great. Thank you for being on the show tonight, man. DT, thank you um for everything that you do over there at Louisville Slugger. You guys are tremendous, man. That new uh Z line, you guys really, really nailed it, man. I, I really wanna start off the conversation with you by saying thank you for bringing out that Z line a, a few years ago, starting off with the Z one thousand. That Z the whole Z line, um in my opinion, is is top notch, man. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I you know the Z line was introduced before I came aboard 
uh, to Louisville Slugger. I started in May of 2012. Um, before that, I was with another bat manufacturer. So the Z-Line kind of got started uh, before I even arrived here in Louisville. But it seems like every year um, with the Z-Line, we have increased performance. We have increased durability. We have expanded our offering. And, you know, with our with our launch this year of the Z4000 in January, we're really, really excited uh, about the whole season. Um, so in, in January, we launched the, the ASA, which is now a dual stamp for, for players that play ASA, USSA, and all the other associations, uh, as well as USSA bats. So we launched the four bats in, in January, and now we're right around the corner. We're, we're weeks away, probably a week and a half away from launching uh, two more bats. And one of them is Ooh. the Z4000 Power Load, which is the Backman Shop uh, special makeup bat that uh, commemorates or you know, uh, exposes our number one slow pitch team, Backman Shop, to the slow pitch community. Um, the next bat is the one that I think we're most excited about because um, it's been in the works for a couple years, and we finally tweaked it. Uh, we went back and forth. 2000, it was the fall of 2013 that we, we thought we had the right senior softball bat because uh, senior softball, as you guys know, and, and Tim can attest to this, it continues to grow and grow and grow because a lot of the players and a lot of the, the numbers that we saw back in the 80s and 90s, those guys are now senior softball players. So it's like they've graduated, and like Tim said earlier, uh, they've never lost the competitive spirit. Um, are they a little bit slower? Um, sure. Are they not as strong? Maybe a little bit. But the competitive spirit and the will to be active is something that they love to do with their friends and teammates is, is tremendous. So, you know, with us launching our new senior bat, and the senior bat is called the Hyper Z, uh, we're really, really excited because we had we had great performance and then we didn't have the durability. And then we had too much durability and then we didn't have the performance. So, you know, I, working with the engineers and the product managers, uh, it's been a, a lengthy process, but I'm very glad that we waited to make sure that we had the correct bat to launch because in the, in the senior slow pitch world, um, and, and I've seen it with the other bat manufacturers, that if you launch a, a bat into the senior softball market and it's a dud or it doesn't have a good following, it could take two to three years to get back um, to where you want to be. So knowing that, I wanted to make I want to take the extra steps and do the extra field testing, the extra lab testing to make sure that we were 110% sure that we had the correct bat to launch uh, into the senior softball market. So, uh, like I said, we've seeded some bats out into the market. Uh, There's been a tremendous buzz. Uh, I've spent some time with Tim and a lot of players up in the the Dayton area because it's such a, a strong senior softball community that when this bat officially launches, on the 15th, uh, it's just going to explode. And we're really, really excited about that bat. Awesome. Now, I know 
I know you guys sell out quickly. When these new bats come out, where can they find it, and what do you recommend? Can you pre-order it right now? I do know that there are Internet dealers. We, you know, we have little slugger authorized dealers, whether it be um, stores, uh, local stores, or Internet dealers. And I do know that if you do your research and you go online, if you type in Hyper-Z, Louisville Slugger, Senior Softball Bat, I'm sure there will be multiple sites that pop up that, you know, you could go to. And I do believe that there are some dealers that are taking pre-orders because, like I said, it's, it's right around the corner. And, you know, there's so many bats that are – there are only so many bats that are going to get created. And then it's an allocation process to determine, you know, which dealers are getting how many pieces. So get out there and uh, do your research and get these new Zs. We're talking, well, earlier we were talking with Tim Gibbard from The Fall League. You can follow them on Twitter at The Fall League. And you could also, we're now talking with Dennis Turner, uh, more commonly known as DT from Louisville Slugger. You could follow Louisville Slugger at Slugger SP for their slow pitch uh, account on Twitter, at Slugger SP for slow pitch, and also their, uh, I guess, mother uh, Twitter account is Slugger Nation. And, um, oh, they're also on Instagram, Slugger Nation on Instagram. Uh, Dennis, you, you came out in the uh, documentary film The Fall League, and we were talking earlier with Tim about the the movie, how did it how did it um, how did it feel to be uh, a movie star, brother? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if this is the start of my career, I'm kind of looking forward to the future. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, be uh, careful, Brad Pitt and George Clooney out there. Be careful. <laughs> but I mean, I think the timing was I think the timing was perfect. Uh, you know, when when Tim and his crew contacted us about coming down to, you know, to do some, some filming, I don't think he really knew what he was getting into. Um, you know, obviously Louisville Slugger being an iconic brand for 130 years, you know, um, slow pitch has been, uh, as well as baseball and fast pitch to Louisville Slugger. So when Tim and, and the crew came down, you know, it was just at basically about that time where we finalized the design and we were starting production, um, of the hyper Z for our, our, you know, our launch here in the week and a half. So, you know, there was a lot of excitement in the office and then, you know, with Tim coming down and explaining, you know, what he was doing with the documentary, the fall league, it couldn't have worked out better for, for us, a uh, little slugger to not only promote our, our upcoming bat, but to talk about why we were doing it. And, you know, talking, as you heard earlier, talking to Tim, you know, these guys, uh, you know, there's a lot of camaraderie, and there's a, a strong community up there to where, hey, look, you know, we're Louisville Slugger. We're strong. We're an iconic brand. And this is the ideal situation to not only get the bats seated up in the Dayton area, but to be involved with this documentary and tell our story and why we did it and to promote the bat uh, not only you know, in the field and on, on the at the parks, but on the film as well. So, it actually kind of all just fell into place, and it's been tremendous uh, ever since. Amazing, man. Now, why, why don't we hear it directly from the horse's mouth? Tim, how how did it feel to work with DT and, and Louisville Slugger, man? 
Well, it's been nothing sort of terrific uh, since we contacted him. Um, one of the things that I tell people when we started on this film, we were out asking for a lot of favors. And the interesting thing is for anybody that we were able to explain our concept to, when we asked, when we got around to the ask, they immediately said yes. And Louisville Slugger was one of the folks that we went to and asked for some help. And it wasn't, you know, I didn't have to go through committees and wait several months. It was immediately, well, yeah, we're going to help you out. Um, and I have to tell you, this Dennis doesn't even know this. I did know exactly what I was getting into. And the reason, <laughs> the reason I called them, um, the season before I bought a Z2000, and it was the best bat I'd ever had. So I thought, well, if I'm going to talk to somebody, I'm, I'm going to go to Louisville Slugger. And okay. then, you know, things, other things started coming out. So it worked out real well. Um, but, yeah, been nothing sort of fantastic. They, um, Dennis and Rick Redman, who's the um, vice president of corporate communications with Louisville Slugger, both came up for our private showing back in November. And that meant so much to the players in the league. Um, that those guys would come up and, and help us out. And then, uh, Dennis, they're going to start talking about us, man. This is like the third week in a row we've been together in some fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I, was, I, was telling, I was telling my wife earlier, I said, I don't, I don't know if we uh, need to get an apartment up in Dayton or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're always welcome up here, man. Thank you. Beautiful, guys. Beautiful. I mean, no, and, and to to reiterate what Tim just said, that Z line, I mean, the guys over there at Louisville Slugger, they really hit a home run, man. I mean, they covered all the bases. It's performance. Um, it looks phenomenal. I think it looks better than any other bat out there on the market. Me personally, I don't know if it's the camo or, or who designed it. Hats off to whoever designed the uh, the actual design. Was that you, DT? Uh, I would like to take the credit, but I would, I'll would i have to say that it was a, a group uh, effort. Uh, you know, we have an outside agency as well as uh, – we, we do have softball players in, inside that, uh, you know, are in, in key positions. And, you know, we sit around and we basically just talk slow pitch. You know, what do we like? What do we right. don't like? What do, what do players like? You know, because it's really not – you know, when you get into big corporate America, it's really not what the company wants. It's, it's what the customer wants. And so many companies uh, fall into that, that mystique about, okay, well, we're going to do this because we feel it's the right way to do it. Well, you know, sometimes it is and sometimes it, sometimes it isn't. And, you know, being, being a former player and working with guys that still play, you know, we're, we're still around the ball field. So we know what, what guys want. And, um, Manny, I, I, you're, you're dead on when we talk about, the graphics this year uh, were really, I mean, I think we hit a home run. I, I would say, you know, even a grand slam um, with the graphics. And, you know, I, I don't know if, if the listeners out there have had a chance to see any of our new Z4s this year, but we've actually added a grit blast finish, which adds a little bit of texture to the barrel. And the perception at the ball field is, you know, it's going to create more ball spin. And I know you've seen it, Manny, and I know a lot of players have seen it to where you see guys taking that 3M777 spray and spraying it on the barrel to get that, that oh, tacky yeah. feel or that, 
that, you know, that texture feel, which, you know, a lot of tournament directors and umpires, you know, frown upon. But, you know, we said, you know, let's, let's do something. Let's, let's put it on there during the manufacturing process. So we, do, we did our due diligence and, contact, and contacted all the associations. Um, and we got approval from all of them. We sent samples of what we wanted to, to do uh, in production. And we got approval. We got approval from all of them. And we were really excited about that because I think that's a deal breaker. You know, when you talk about the manufacturers and you talk about all the, the bats in the market, and there's, you know, you let's say there's six, six manufacturers. You have Louisville Slugger, you have Easton, Worth, Mikan, Combat, B Marini. You know, th- those are your top six. So each of those manufacturers, when it comes to slow pitch bats, has anywhere from 8 to 15 bats. So take 15 times 6, and there's a lot of bats in the market for people to choose from. And sometimes it gets confusing. But but what we wanted to do, we wanted to do something different than the other manufacturers. We wanted to separate ourselves from the regular bat that comes out. And, and all these bats are good. You know, All the manufacturers make great bats. So what's going to differentiate you from your competitor? And it's tweaking things. You know, it's adding a grip last finish. It's adding, um, it's adding new graphics, giving it a new look. And then, it, you know, then it comes down to manufacturing. It's, it's making the manufacturing process a little bit more consistent uh, to where, you know, from the first bat to the 10,000th bat is exactly the same production because we all know when it comes to composites, um, it's not an exact science. It's, it's not, the first bat is not always the same because there is such a thing called human error, and it happens. Um, but the consistency in the manufacturing process is something that, that we have focused on as, as a company to make sure that there is no iterations from 1 to 10,000 when it comes out of the plant. So we're really excited um, with our line. We, we've expanded uh, the offerings. And, and the one thing that uh, people ask, hey, why do you have so many different types of bats? And the one thing that I want to do or we want to do as a company is offer a bat that's going to complement any player's swing, whether it be an inloaded, a balanced, a one-piece, a two-piece, a three-piece, um, a power load, you know, it all comes down to swing weight, and there's different types of players that have different types of swings. So we as a manufacturer, we're close to getting to that point to where we'll have a bat that will complement every player's swing. Right, of course. I mean, there's different types of swings. There's different types of bodies out there. There's different types of athletes. I mean, not everybody is has the same swing. Not everybody... Uh, swings the same way. Not everybody has the same mass coming uh, behind their swing. Not everybody has the same power. But I, I think you guys and your engineering department, your design department, um, the whole Louisville Slugger Company, you guys have a really, really good grip on the market, and, and you guys have your ear out there. And like you say, you have softball players on your teams and, and, and making decisions uh, on you know not necessarily what is always right for the company, but what's uh, what what the community wants, and that's I guess that's the best way to to go about your business, man. It's totally right. 
Um, so what do you what do you guys have coming out in the future? I know you talked April April uh, what was it April fifteenth is coming out. No, actually uh, March fifteenth, which is right around the corner, we'll have the in addition oh, wow. to our Z four in addition to our Z four thousands. Um, right around the corner, we have the Z four thousand power load, which is the Backman Shop bat that has an ounce and a half on the end. Um, we've had a, a lot of great feedback uh, on that bat. Uh, in addition to that, we have the Hyper Z, which is our, our first uh, senior bat. Uh, it's a three-piece bat. It's very similar to our Z4000, but obviously it's a little bit better because it's the 1.21 BPF as opposed to what we're familiar with with the 1.20. So um, it falls right in line with, with all the other senior bats in the 1.21. And uh, a lot of senior players that have had a chance to hit it are really excited about it. You know, they're saying that we're as good, if not better, than the competition. And to me, that, that's great right off the bat. Um, it shows that right. we took the time, we did it the right way, we waited for the right product, and now we're going to hopefully we will reap the rewards uh, for the rest of the season. Now, in addition to the, those two bats that are right around the corner, we are going to launch in June uh, a, a new and improved Z2000. Um, with the Z2000, what everybody's used to, is, and everybody knows, that is a two-piece bat. So what we did, we took that Z2000, and we're going to make the, the joint or the connection piece stiffer. So it's going to be a, a two-piece bat still, but it's going to swing <laughs> Excuse me. It's going to swing like a one-piece bat. So it's a two-piece design, but it's going to be stiffer to where it swings like a one-piece bat. And we're going to call it, it's not going to be called the Z2000, we are going to call it the Super Z. And we're really excited Ooh. about that. Not, <coughs> not only is that going to be, not only is it going to be a U-Triple-S-A bat, we're going to have an ASA dual stamp as well. So the Super Z is going to have four new models, a U-Triple-S-A inload and balanced, and an ASA dual stamp inload and balanced. Now, with the technology and engineering and everything that we put back into it, beef it up, make it better, we are bumping the price of the retail back up to two ninety nine. Because, you know, for the last couple of years, we had it at two forty nine. And it kind of got lost in the shuffle because of the Z3000, you know, kind of overshadowed it. And it, it just got right. lost. So, <coughs> excuse me. So what we're doing is we're going to make it better. We went back to the drawing board. We've tested prototypes already. And that bat is very, very lively. I mean, I, you know, we get to the point to where all these bats are so good. Um how do they get better? You know, is there a way that these bats get better? And I don't know what these engineers do, but they are so smart in how they put together these bats um, and the technology that goes into them that my mom could hit home runs with these bats. I mean, these these oh, bats wow. are so good. So I'm, I'm really excited about the upcoming Super Z that's going to launch in March. I'm sorry, that's going to launch in June. So, 
you know, with that being said, we have a foundation. We have a strong family of Z-line bats that is going to take us into the future. And it's just a matter of, uh, you know, mixing and matching, uh, finding maybe one or two other bats that we want to complete our family with. And we're almost there, Manny. I mean, it's really exciting here at Little Slugger. No, I, I, I could imagine, man. And I, I can't wait. I'm going to – we're actually in the process of um, hosting and planning a tournament up there near you guys, actually in Jefferson, Jeffersonville, Indiana, uh, uh-huh. which is right across um, from Louisville. And I – when yeah, when I go up there, I am definitely gonna make a uh, a spot on my schedule to visit you and visit the factory and check it all out, man. I can't wait to see. I've seen it on social media with the big bat outside the factory. That looks like an amazing tour, man. It's really exciting because you know the museum and the wood bat factory is on the main level, in, as well as the gift shop. And our corporate offices are on the second floor, so we have the opportunity to watch people go through the tour and interact with one another and take in all the nostalgia and memorabilia and history of of 130 years of baseball. You know, from from Pete Browning, who was the first player that uh, the Hillerics made a bat for, all the way to today in our our major leaguers that, that swing our wood. Uh, it, it, it's phenomenal. It, it's so much history, and you're, you're really going to love it. I mean, if you have the time, you could almost spend four to five hours in the factory. Now, I have a question for you, DT. Who, of all your Louisville Slugger, um, I guess, signature players, who is your favorite uh, player of all time of, of the Louisville Slugger athletes? Ooh. You know, that's that's a really good question. Um there's so many of them. You know, I I go back and because I'm I'm a card I'm a St. Louis Cardinal fan, born and raised, uh, diehard Cardinal. Even though I'm I'm close to Cincinnati, um, I can't root for Cincinnati. I got to root for the Cardinals. I would have to say Stan the Man Usual is probably my oh, favorite yeah. Cardinal slash pro player that swung Louisville Slugger. And do you remember what he used to swing? Like what type of ounce or I bet you it was some some ridiculously heavy bat, right? I don't know exactly uh, the weight of the bat. Um, but a lot of those guys back in the day, you know, they had the really thick handles, the, the you know, the big yeah. barrels. Most of them swung, you know, 34, 35, 36-inch bats. So, I mean, he probably – and I'm just – in a ballpark guess, probably swung 34, 35 ounce bat because because of all the yeah. And today you know, we weight. and today we have and today we have players in in the community that are altering bats down to to 20 ounces. But uh, we'll talk about that yeah. on another show at <laughs> another time. <laughs> yeah, but, that's, uh, that's DT, a long man, time. thank you. Yeah, man. Um, DT, thank you again for uh, coming on the show and talking to us about the Fall League and Louisville Slugger and what you guys have coming out. Um, please visit Louisville Slugger's website at www.slugger.com. Uh, 
com, and you could also follow them on Twitter. They have uh, two accounts you should follow: their main account, which is Slugger Nation at Slugger Nation on Twitter, and their slow pitch account, which is Slugger SP. And we have just spoken with DT Dennis Turner from Louisville. DT, do you have any uh, last remarks or shout-outs before I uh, let you go and get back to Tim? No, I'm just uh, I'm excited. I, I I thank you for allowing me to come on and talk about the product and talk about the fall league. Um, you know, this is it, it's a great opportunity for um, for ourselves um, to be partnered with the fall league to talk about our hyper Z and you know, sky's the limit. Um, you know, the future is bright for Louisville Slugger Slow Pitch and uh, uh, look out the other competitors. Here we come. Here we come, and and make sure to use the hashtag ball go far, correct? That's correct. We love that one. All right, DT. Thank you, man. We'll be in touch, man. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll be right back with with Tim Gibbard from the Fall League right after this short break. Hitting Jacket is the official training tool and on-deck weights of ISPS. You've seen them at our World Championships. You've also seen them at our City of Miami Invitational Tournament. Hitting Jacket improves your bat speed, your strength and power, increases ball exit velocity. Hit live batting practice with it on. You see immediate results and it's very, very easy to use. Visit HittingJacket.com and make sure you use the coupon code ISPSHJ10 for 10% off your complete order at HittingJacket.com. Again, that coupon code is ISPSHJ10. And we're back on the ISPS podcast radio show. Tim, how about uh, DT, man? What a great guy, huh? Yeah, he's he's a lot of fun to be with. Uh, he actually was up here on March 1st, and we did a hitting demo for some of the players in the area with the new Hyper-Z bats and the Z4000s, and the players up here just love them because they, they were they're hot in the wrapper, you know. They they come out ready to go. Yeah, man, I mean. So great bats. I mean, listen, just like he said, his grandmother could, could hit a home run with these bats, so – you know they're mm-hmm. they're ready to go right out of a wrapper. I I don't understand some oh, of yeah. these some of these bat doctors out there alter, altering bats, and it's it's just it's just for no good, man. It, nothing good could come out of it. Uh, you're gonna diminish the life of your bat anyways, guys. So stop mm-hmm. stop shaving bats. Stop altering your bats. <laughs> um, but but Tim, aside from that, forget that. We don't like to talk about that here, anyways. But um. <laughs> What do you see for the future of uh, the fall league? What 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 is in store for it? Well, I was I was going to mention to you. You were talking about the Louisville Slugger Museum, and um, in addition to the film festival that we're doing in Toronto in April, um, Louisville has a film festival too, the Louisville International Festival of Film, and one of the places where they play films for their festival is in the theater. There's a theater at the uh, Louisville Slugger Museum and the the initial talk is that our film is going to be playing in the Louisville Slugger Museum at that film festival. So we're real excited about that as well. 
Um, we have a couple of other film festivals that we've submitted to and we're waiting to hear from. But right now, um, you know, we're just getting out and talking to people. Um, we may do some other um, premieres around. I know, you know, you brought up the idea that Miami might host one, but, you know, we have to work some things out. Um, it's, it's a little bit different than a, a big... Uh, film industry premiere, you know, documentaries uh, usually don't have the kind of budgets that that some of the big movies do. So we have to work things out. But uh, if anybody out there looks at us and, and would like to get us out, you know, we're open to doing some things. We may have to find sponsors to do it, but, um, you know, we'd be happy to do that. Um, so we're just going to keep talking and one interesting thing that's come out of this movie, I mentioned earlier our doctors talk about the therapeutic value of team sports and slow pitch softball. Um, I, I've had some medical education people in the field of sports medicine um, talk to us about coming out and doing a presentation for some of their doctors. Um, you know, so I, we, we don't know who all might see this and be affected, but we're open to a lot of different types of, of you know, messages coming out of the movie. Right. I mean, it, it's not just for the sports-minded person, but anybody, anybody that wants to get out mm -hmm. there and is a little bit older and they think that there may not be something out there for the senior community for them to get out mm -hmm. there and interact with other peers of their same age, you know, there there's something to do. And, and it may not be softball, but maybe this film could uh, open up, you know, their horizons and maybe do something else or just get out there and do something. Um, but, yes, and, exactly. and, and thank you for remind uh, Exactly. But uh, thank you for reminding me about the uh, Miami event and uh i know isps is uh really working hard with some of our sponsors to see if we could actually uh premiere this documentary down here in miami so please stay tuned to for more information on that and also april 25th in toronto canada i know we have uh, some listeners in canada so um hopefully if you're in toronto on around april 25th make make sure you check that out uh, Tim, we yeah, have that's... just about 90 seconds left okay. on the show. Um, I'm sorry to cut you off, but um, if you have any last words before uh, we finish the show, go right ahead, my friend. Well, one of the things that I, I think we could have touched on a little bit better, you know, and you kind of touched on it earlier, we we tried to make a movie about seniors and slow pitch softball for people who aren't all that interested in either one of those subjects. And we figured if we could, you know, keep those people interested and engaged, then the softball players would also enjoy it. And and so that is our whole approach. As you mentioned earlier, um, there are a lot of messages here, a lot of value. I'm a slow pitch player, but our director and our editors not particularly so. So they edited from the standpoint of someone who's not, you know, a slow pitch player. Um, and I think that gives a good balance. And, and you saw Manny when you watched the film. We interviewed uh, some of the wives of the players. Yeah. And that that section has gotten more response than anything except the veteran section. 
people love to hear the, <laughs> the wives talking about what the sport means to them. So, you know, it's it's something that uh, most people can go and be engaged in the whole way through. Yeah, man, it's a very interesting film. And, uh, Tim, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. Um, you could follow the uh, the Fall League on Twitter, at the Fall League, and you could also visit their website, www.thefallleague.com. And there you could also uh, you could check out some of the uh, players. You could also... Um, you could also buy the uh, DVD or Blu-ray disc of the documentary The Fall League. Uh, Tim, mm-hmm. any last words, any last shout-outs? Yeah. We are on Facebook, too, uh, facebook.com, The Fall League. Um, so that's probably the best way to keep keep up with us with the latest and greatest, that and Twitter. So, you know, we hope everybody yes, checks sir. us out. Yes, sir, social media. And, and I do want to say, before and, we go, Manny – you're wonderful. Yes. Thank you so much for um, reaching out and having us on the show. I, I really enjoyed it. Not a problem, Tim. Thank you. Our pleasure, man. Great speaking to you, man. And I, I'm sorry uh, we had – well, the the hour went by so quickly, man. And uh, maybe we'll have you back on the show after your Toronto premiere. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, you know, we great, never got Tim. a chance to get any, give any listeners a chance to call in, so – Maybe next time, huh? I know. And we I saw that we had a couple of calls, but I didn't want to interrupt uh, DT and what he was uh, talking about, Louisville Slugger. But uh, next time we'll have a little bit more time with uh, Tim Gabbard and Dennis Turner from Louisville Slugger. Tim, thank you very much. Great. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Tim. And uh, you could all, again, you could follow the Fall League on Twitter at the Fall League. You could also visit their website www.thefallleague.com. You could also follow DT Dennis Turner uh, on their Louisville Slugger Twitter at Louisville. I'm sorry, at Slugger SP, and their uh, mother uh, Twitter account at Slugger Nation. They're also on Instagram at Slugger Nation, and you could visit them on the web at www.slugger.com. Thank you, everybody, again for listening into the show. Um, I have been your host, Mr. Manuel Ferrero, and you can follow me personally on Twitter at Manuel Ferrero and follow ISPS at ISPSO. Thank you once again to Tim and Dennis DT. I'll see you again next week. Peace. You just heard the ISPS Radio Podcast with host Manuel Ferrero. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ISPSO and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ISPSO. And check out all the info from our show and everything from international slow pitch softball on our website, ISPSSoftball.com. Listen in to the ISPS radio podcast every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Channel on Blog Talk Radio. Ah! 
This phone drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter and from Sprint. Try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I, uh, I'm going to need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR 64 gigabytes for $0 per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Phone $0 per month for 18 months after $31.25 per month. Credit apply within two bills. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Excludes tax. Subject to credit. $30 activation fee. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply.